0: Welcome uh, to Lake Oma Church. If you are a guest with us this morning, we want to extend a special welcome your way. And thank you for choosing to join us today. We hope this worship service has been encouraging and uplifting to you. Thank you, Austin, for that song before. Impact Sunday. This is a special Sunday here at Lake Oma Church where we talk about making an impact. Not just making an impact here at Lake Oma Church, but also making an impact in our community. We want all of our members to be involved in some kind of ministry, like I said, whether that is ministry here, and that takes place at Lake Oma, but as well, we want all of our members to be involved in ministry outside of this church building, be involved in ministry in your community, whether that be in your neighborhood or uh, at your job, at school, amongst your uh, community when you're at the ball field when you go to Walmart whatever it is we want our members to be involved in ministry and so that's kind of what we're talking about today is being involved in ministry and we're going to be looking at different things we're going to be talking a little bit about what's going on in the foyer. Carrie and Austin Uh, They've got things for you to sign up out there with, uh, in respect to children's ministry, 56 Degrees, which which is our 5th and 6th grade ministry, as well as our youth ministry. But then we're also going to be talking about the involvement form. A couple things about the involvement form. We have a digital version and a hard copy version. We prefer, prefer that you do the digital version. If you want to do the hard copy, that is okay. But digital is just easier because you automatically go into our system that way through the digital version. And so but if you want to do the hard copy, that is perfectly fine. And so we'll get into these into this uh, later on in the sermon, but just FYI, that's kind of what we'll be talking about later on. And so we're talking about ministry, Ministry in in the church, and when we talk about ministry and getting involved in things of the church or involved in areas of the community, we first sometimes think about gifts. And if you remember, I know this is like pre-COVID, but back in February 2020, before COVID was even a word we said, and we were still saying coronavirus, um, that was a joke, but you know, <laughs> last week I had a bad joke that no one got, but anyways... Back in February, we did this thing called gifts assessment and we sent out an email with a link and you did a, a form and then we replied back with your three top gifts. And then COVID hit and we were like, oh, okay, well, we're just gonna stay home now. Um, but now we're kind of catching back up of, okay, we got our gifts assessment, but now how do I, what, do, what areas do I do? What do I do with these gifts? And so that's kind of what we're looking at today is how do I get involved or how do I use my gifts for ministry. And again, when I say ministry, it's not just ministry here at Lake Oma Church. We want members to be involved in ministry outside of the church in our community. But it's this idea that we all are different. We look around, we are all different. We've got different gifts, different abilities, different personalities, but we all come together and form the church. And that's what Langston's verse that he read for us earlier was about, was this idea that we are all different parts coming together to form one body. And so let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. It says, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one Spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. And we were all given the one Spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. We all together form one body. Just as the body has different parts, just as we've got hands, we've got arms, we've got legs, we've got eyes, we've got ears. We've got all these different parts, but they form one body. Look around. We are all different. We all, like I said, have different gifts, different abilities, different personalities even, that lend to certain different Uh, areas of involvement, but we all come together and form one church. And we can't all be the same. Can you imagine a church full of a bunch of James Waz? I mean, that would be very... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But we can't all be the same. And thank goodness we're all different. But we come together and form one body. Let's continue on verse 15. Now if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? Now, there are two concepts of, or two ideas of involvement that I want us to draw out from this section. First, is probably the more obvious, is is that we should not look down on someone because they're not like us. That we shouldn't look down on someone because they don't meet the same roles, or fill the same roles, or do the same things, or they don't have the same gifts as me. That just because they're different than me does not make myself better than them. That we're all different, we all contribute different things, so that's that one. But the other concept is that every member of the body has to be a functioning member. In order to have a healthy body, every part has to be functioning. Have you ever broken a bone, broken an arm or a leg? I broke my thumb once, uh, the tip of my thumb, and that's really the only uh, bone I've ever broken which it's kind of a weird story because I was mainly being stupid. Um, But I broke that, and I couldn't use my thumb for probably two weeks at least. And I'm right-handed, and it was my right thumb. And I had to use my left hand for a lot of things. And it was hard. Now, not like super hard, not like, you know, the world is ending hard. But it was not—I did not perform— as well as I could have if I had a fully functioning right thumb. And then the same is true for anyone who's broken a, a, a bone. They tell you that, yeah, it, it's tough. They have to learn how to walk differently. They've got crutches. Or as someone who's maybe lost an eye, I bet wish, they wish they, they had, had it back. Life, life is easier when all parts of our body are functioning correctly. Life is easier when all parts of our body are functioning correctly. Now think of a muscle. When it, when, it, when it isn't used, it atrophies. The muscle literally wastes away. The main reason for for muscle atrophy is is lack of physical activity. It's it's not doing anything, and so it just wastes away. When when parts of the body, when members of the body are not doing anything, it wastes away. It serves no purpose, so it might as well be caught off. If we as members are not doing anything to help the body succeed and survive, we might as well not even show up. I know that's tough, I know that's hard to hear, but if we as members are not doing anything to help the body succeed and survive, we might as well not even show up. Now like I said earlier, we all meet different roles. We all meet different roles, we fill different roles, we have different gifts and abilities. And. I love talking about gifts. When we, when we talk about, about gifts and, and, and our gifts and figuring out what our gifts are, I love helping mean, people figure out their gifts. But the one thing I don't like about gifts, or when we talk about gifts assessment or anything like that, figuring out, is it, it narrows us down to, okay, these are my gifts. And so we say, oh, these are my gifts. That's not my gift, so I don't have to do that. But the problem is, when we start thinking like, okay, that's evangelism. That's not my gift. But last I checked, we are all commanded to tell the world about Christ. Teaching, teaching is is not my gift, But, but last I checked, as parents or grandparents, or really anyone in the church, we are to teach the future generation about Christ. Now it might look differently. Don't get me wrong, that teaching might look different than some Some people. It might be teaching in a classroom. But other people, it might be teaching in more of a one-on-one discipleship relationship, taking someone to coffee or lunch. Now, I I agree that your gift may not be having a Bible study with someone one-on-one. But we can all tell people about our relationship with Christ. We can all tell people what God has done in our lives. We can share our faith that way. Mark chapter 9, verse 35, it says, Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. Jesus rebukes his disciples for arguing about who was the greatest, arguing about who was most important. And the problem is, it's this culture of me. I'm I'm the greatest. I'm the one that's most important. Or, Or not so much even value or importance, but more of what can the church do for me? What can the church do for me? How can the church help me? What do I want out of a church? What do I want to get out of a church? What do I want to get out of this ministry? And it's all about me. It's all about I. What can I do? But in verse 35, Jesus says, it's not about how I can be served, but instead how I can be served, or how I can serve. Paul says in verse uh, seven of Ephesians chapter 3 says, I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of His power. And I, and I love that idea that I became a servant of this gospel. That it's no longer about what I want to do for the gospel. Or it's no longer about what I want to do for the church. But instead it's, God, here I am as a servant. Use me how you want. We we live in a consumer society, consumer world, where it's all about, I want to take in, I want to take in, I want to take in. But in the church, sometimes we get caught up in this consumer Christianity, this consumer faith, and we forget about being a contributor, contributing to the church. With, with Paul's image of the body, and what we're talking about today with this idea of involvement, of everybody coming together, everybody contributing something, that we are not all hands, we are not all feet, but we all come together to form one body. I, I think of Exodus, at the end, or sorry, the second half of Exodus, it's really all about the tabernacle you remember the story of Exodus. Moses leads the Israelites out of Egypt. They're leading, they're coming out of Egypt, and God gives Moses the instructions on how to build the tabernacle, which the tabernacle is is a tent, and that's where they are going to worship God. That's where they will worship God until the temple is built. And so, in Exodus chapter 25, You've got the start of this. It says, The Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to bring me an offering. You are to receive the offering from me from everyone whose heart prompts them to give. These are the offerings you are to receive from them. Gold, silver, bronze, blue, purple and scarlet yarn and fine linen, goat hair, ram skins dyed red and another type of durable leather, acacia wood, olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, for the fragrant incense and onyx stones and other gems to be mounted on the ephod and breastpiece. Then have them make a sanctuary for me, and I will dwell among them. Make this tabernacle and all its furnishings exactly like the pattern I will show you. You see, what I love about this is they're building this tabernacle, and everyone is contributing something. Everyone is contributing something for the purpose of This tabernacle. You've got some people who are saying, I've got all these resources. I've got these items. I've got the the goat hair. I've got leather. I've got acacia wood. I've got gems. I'm going to give that. And so I'm going to give of things, of material things. But then we look at Exodus. These aren't going to be on the screen, but Exodus 26.1, it says, "Uh, make the tabernacle with uh, ten curtains of finely twisted linen and blue purple and scarlet yarn with cherubim woven into them by a skilled worker. Exodus twenty-eight, three: Tell all the skilled workers to whom I've given wisdom in such matters that they are to make garments for Aaron. And then Exodus thirty-five, verse thirty-five: He has filled them with skill to do all kinds of work as engravers, designers, embroiders in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen, and weavers. All of them skilled workers and designers. So we've got some people who are like, I've got these resources, I've got these materials, so I'm going to give those. But then you've got other people who are like, okay, I've got skills, I've got abilities, I'm a weaver, I'm an engraver, I'm a skilled worker, I've been blessed with this ability, I'm going to give of that, I'm going to give of my abilities. And then I I just have to imagine that there's Mike Coghills there, who are like, I don't really do much, but tell me what to do and I'll do it. You know, just the laborers, the people who are like, just tell me what to do and I'll get it done. And so you've got people giving of resources, you've got people giving of their abilities, you've got people giving of their time, all coming together to make this tabernacle. And if we look back at chapter 25, verse 8, the purpose of this tabernacle is so that God will dwell among them. So God will be present among his people. There's a podcast that that James, uh, Austin, and I listen to. Uh, They're much more dedicated. They're, like, farther along in listening. I think they've finished the whole podcast. Um, Me, I'm a little slower. But in one of the episodes, it's called the Bema Podcast. In one of the episodes, it talks about this tabernacle. And they talk about that the people of Israel had to make a space for God to dwell among them. They had to make a space for God to show up, for God to work among them. And I think about when we talk about making an impact, when we talk about involvement, we have to make a space for God to work. We think, God, I, wa- I want you to come and move in this church. I want you to build your kingdom here, like Austin Song said at the start of this. God, I want you to work in my community. I want you to work among my neighbors. I want you to work at my school, my job, wherever it might be. God, show up. Dwell among us. But are we making space for God to show up? Are we making space for God to work? Are we contributing. Are we saying, God, okay, I want you to work among us, so here, here's these resources. God, I want you to work among my community, so here's my time. God, I want you to work among my neighbors, so here's, here's these abilities that I have, so I'm going to help my neighbors in this area. It's making a space for God to show up and work so that God can make an impact in our lives, so God can make an impact in our church, so God can make an impact in our community, in our neighbors. Impact Sunday is about stepping up and making space in our lives for God to work here at Lake Oma, but also to work in our community. So, so let's take a look at this Involvement form. Uh, it's going to be on the screen, I think, the QR code, perhaps. Uh, you can scan that with your phone. It's also in the bulletin. You can scan it with your, your camera if you've got an iPhone or a fancier Android, I think. And it will take you to the digital version of the Involvement form. Like I said, there's also hard copies uh, out there, out in the foyer, at all of the places where you uh, picked up communion. If you are doing the hard copy, you can fill it out right now. I will not be offended if you stop listening to me and fill out the involvement form. We're actually going to kind of go through it a little bit. Um, Woke you up there. But if you do the hard copy, out by the impact board, which is kind of when you exit the auditorium, you go to your left. There's a little bin that says completed forms. You can put your uh, hard copy in there. Don't put your phone in there. If you do it on your phone, don't put your phone in there. Otherwise, I'll probably sell it and, you know, go from there. But put your hard copy completed form in there. But real quick, about the involvement form. So this is by far the surefire first path for getting involved in a ministry. You're thinking, like, I want to get involved in some ministry. This is where I would say you start of making some kind of connection. Because we are a congregation of over 400 people. It is impossible for us to know where everybody wants to serve and in every area that everybody wants to serve. Just by knowing, uh, just from knowing your name, we can't know all of that. And so this helps us know who's willing to serve in different ministries. Now, what Carrie and Austin have outside in the foyer, that's where if you want to sign up for specific things. So if you're thinking, I want to teach a specific grade at a specific time of year, that's when you can sign up out there. And so that's for more specific area specific things. This is more just saying, I want to teach a children's Bible class. I hope that makes sense. But what the encouragement is, is for you to do both. To do this and fill out out there, or sign up out there if you know of a specific way you wanna be involved with children's and youth ministry. But real quick, like I said, we're going to go through this, just kind of help explain, uh, answer any questions. Well, not answer any questions, because if you have questions, you can find me afterwards. I'm too used to teaching a class. That's the problem. But so you fill out the, your information first, name, uh, phone number, email address. And, so, and then our ministries, all of our ministries are divided into different groups. And so first you see spiritual formation. And so in spiritual formation, you've got your children's, ministry. You've got your youth ministry. You've got adult education. You've got life groups. And all of those different ministries, as part of spiritual formation, have different ways to be involved. And so for children's ministry, if you want to teach a class, if you want to help out with anything with youth ministry, be a sponsor, chaperone, Uh, adult education, teach an adult class, co-teach an adult class, that's where you can check for that. And then After that, we've got outreach. We've got community outreach, which the Andrews, uh, they head that up. And they are going to be doing something special this summer where it's neighborhood uh, cookouts or neighborhood social cookouts. They're going to be doing a video in a couple weeks kind of helping to explain what that is. But what it is is basically you volunteer to do a block party and the church provides the food. And it's just an opportunity for you to get to know your neighbors, get to know your neighbors and let them know that you have a connection with Lake Oma Church. And so that's kind of that, that ministry right there. And so if that's something that resonates with you, if you're thinking, wow, I'd, I'd like to be a part of that or get more information at least about that, you can check that. Uh, you've got other uh, outreach from Lake Oma Pantry. We've got a, a food pantry that serves people... Uh, regular people, but sometimes it's just people passing through. there's ways to get involved with the pantry. Fellowship events. And so the third group is fellowship. Is everybody ready to have some casseroles again? I mean, right? That's like what Church of Christ is known for sometimes is those casserole dishes. And so uh, special events, there's ways to be involved with that from setup, cleanup. Uh, women's ministry, we've got men's ministry, member services. This is kind of something special because a lot of times we get calls from members and it's asking for help with something and sometimes we know who to call but sometimes we don't know who to call in connection to that. And so if you were willing to help members be served in different ways, you can see all the different ways in member services. It sounds a lot fancier, like we're part of some special club or something, but uh, you can see that. And then uh, worship, Uh, you can see the different ways to help with worship. If you have any questions about any of those things, of, okay, who's in charge of this ministry, who's someone I can talk to, come find me, come find James, Austin, any of the elders, and we'll be happy to point you in the direction of the person who's over that. So if you have questions about something on there, if you want to get more information about, and so you can do that. But the final section that I want to bring to your attention is that comments section. Is that comments section? This is where if you're thinking, okay, this is an idea I have that I'd love for Lake Oma to be a part of. I've got an idea. We want to partner with you. Now I will say ideas, I have this saying that ideas are not hand grenades, meaning you don't throw the idea and then run in the complete opposite direction. That we don't want your idea, and then you'd be like, this is an idea, now I'm going to go do something else. All right, we want to partner with you, and so if you've got an idea, if you've seen something, we want to partner with you with that. Now, I say that not to scare you and be like, oh, I don't want to, okay, if I have an idea, then that means I have to lead it. No, that doesn't necessarily mean that either. We do want to hear your ideas, because you might have seen something out in the community. You might know of a ministry already involved in the community that you want Lake Oma to be a part of that you're like, man, it'd be awesome if we did this, or it'd be awesome if our members got together and helped out with this organization. Put that down. Or if you've got any explanation, if you're like, okay, on the member services, I marked that I uh, could do this, but really I could only do this like on Monday and Wednesdays. Or if you mark down that you're willing to teach a class, but you're thinking, well, but you know, I coach in the fall, and so spring is better for me to do that. You know, that's a good time or good spot for you to give further explanation on things you've marked down. And so that is the involvement form. Like I said, digital is preferred, filling it out digitally, um, but you can certainly do hard copy. I would also encourage that you do it today, that you do it before you leave. Because if your house, if you're like me, I wouldn't say our house, But if you were like me, once I take something home, I'm probably going to forget about it or forget where I put it. I'm surprised Jessica didn't just say amen on that. And so we are encouraging that you fill it out today. That way you don't forget. But it is okay. You can certainly bring it back. The form will be on there for here until eternity, we'll say. And so you can fill it out later. Our goal is to do this at least every two years, because I know people's interests change. Your availability might change. And so we want to do this every two years to kind of renew this involvement and impact. But our goal, like I said in all of this, is for our people, our members, to be involved in some kind of ministry. I I always tell people, I say, find a ministry that you can be blessed by, And find a ministry that you can bless. Find a ministry that you can be blessed by and find a ministry that you can bless. Our elders, our our ministers, our ministry leaders, we want everybody to be involved in some kind of ministry. Whether that be ministry here at Lake Oma Church, but also ministry out in the community. Ministry in your neighborhood, ministry at your job, ministry at the ball field. Wherever it might be that you are, we want our members and really everybody to be involved in ministry. So that we together can make an impact for God's kingdom. Let's stand and sing.